feels like a cage A prisoner of rage I close my eyes and I see red The brighter side of me is dead away from me I'll try I'll try to chase you if you leave but I well I can't be the one the one that you call on cause I'm just too far gone and this is aching in my bones in my soul I lie away to grow old I'm too far gone If ignorance is bliss Lunchtime and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. 
Live from the Amp Media Studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat in the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your host, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in toll-free 888-994-4995, Studio A, right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. Welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe on beautiful, what is it, Tuesday? Tuesday. Every day melts into a Talk to day. me Tuesday. We got lots of people to talk to today. Today we are doing real estate. Nice. Real a estate, hot, creative financing. A hot topic. And I'm going to ask him at the end of all the interviews, where's it going to be next month? Because things change from one day to the next, to the next, and then back to it. It's just crazy. Also, let me ask you, do you think we have snowbirds left? Absolutely. I, I only seen one trailer with cars. Normally, I see a hundred on both kids. Wait, do you think they left or, or do we have them left? I think they bought and are staying. I don't oh, think anybody's staying. going back. I agree. I think people who left left before Easter and Passover instead of after, and now those that are here are staying. Nobody leaves. Why would you? Stays. Why would you want to leave? I was speaking to someone today, well, and she just moved to our, to Atlanta. She said she's moving back. You want to go to the beautiful snow People and are rains <laughs> and hurricanes and all that other good stuff. We've got all the good stuff. Who would want to leave this beautiful South Florida weather? Who would want to leave this beautiful community that we live in? You don't think it's a little warm down here? It is. Ask Lucky. It's very warm. warm <laughs> it's very warm down here. I grew up in Puerto Rico a little bit. Not too much, but a little bit. And, man, it was hotter than here. Yeah, I, I told you. I don't think I would make it out of the airport in Puerto Rico. Nope, there's no AC. <laughs> There's no AC, there's mosquitoes. You go like this, this is the AC. No AC, mosquitoes, and I just don't foresee me making it past the Uber from Puerto Rico to the hotel. Mosquitoes, I live in the rainforest. Yeah. Mosquitoes, the least of your worries. There are creatures that I still cannot identify. Larger than life. I got attacked by a fleek of, a fleek of bats. A what do you call a bunch of bats? A flock? I don't know. What are bats? Birds are a flock. What are bats? I don't know. That could be the joke of the day. It was horrible. Because I was running from house to house, and we were covering ourselves from all of these bats. I, you know, I just love Puerto Rico. Happy Tuesday to you. we got a lot of good stuff going on. I know. Slick had a great show on Thursday night on Slick Speaks, and he had Dustin and Joel joined him talking about the real estate market, what it's like for millennials and first-time homeowners, from renting to buying. So it was such a great show, and so many more questions. We wanted to bring both gentlemen back on here to join us. And then today, of course, you had Lucky on Fuego 2.0 and a great guest. We had Alma Gutierrez in there in studio with us also. They did a whole segment in Spanish brokery. So it has turned into a real estate talk to me Tuesday. Well, you know, after Slick's um, show, I went home and I looked at my house. And, you know, I got four bedrooms. I don't need four bedrooms. No, I just need one. Then I went to Lynn University. And I asked the students, would you pay to live in the house? And they said yes. And they said yes. I was shocked. B&B. Yeah. You know, my parents turned their house into a B&B probably for four years. It really helped them pay their mortgage. Seriously, it helped with a lot of things. It also helped in my mindset that 
they were not alone. There was someone there who was always, he wasn't there, but he was there. Should there be an emergency, there was somebody there kind of watching over them until they, if they had AIDS and everything come into place. How long did it last, four years? Probably four years. I'm going to tell you, I got to seriously consider this thing. And I got to tell you, what they were charging in rent was far less than you're going to get for an apartment. They got a, he had a room, a bathroom, full use of the kitchen, and access to everything at the house, the pool, and it was less than $1,000 a month. Well, I'm going to tell you, rents are so crazy now that their philosophy, they're gonna, you're going to hear about this in a few minutes, um, it's the right way to go. No matter how much you think, let me try to rethink this. At the end of the day, you're going to end up paying if you don't do it uh, the way that they're suggesting. And I think it's a great idea. It's interesting. You know, I moved, well, you we all know I moved in October, and it was not anything I wanted to do, but the real estate market was so hot then that it was a deal too good to pass up, and a lot of stress and a lot of tears later and a lot of moving in contractors. The neighborhood I moved into, we bought it at the highest from what they were offering six months prior to that when we finally saw the comps. But we bought it because you bought it. There was nothing else out there. It has gone up significantly since I even bought in October. Yes. It's crazy. Isn't that crazy? It's insane to see what's, what's going on and what needs to be done in the houses all I can for the say prices. Is, You're sitting on a gold mine. All I can say is, how you doing? <laughs> so let's get into it. You want to start with the guys? Mm -hmm. We've got... Oquendo, Joel Oquendo joining us, and Dustin Jacobs. Is it Oquendo or Oquendo? Oquendo. Oquendo, like the baseball player. Yeah. Uh -huh. Are you related? Um, so I believe that he's actually my dad's cousin. I believe so, too, because you look but a lot I've, like I've him. I've never met him in my life. So. What Jose team? Oquendo, New York Mets. We know what team. The only team on the planet, baby. You look like him. Did anybody ever thank tell you, you that? Nobody's ever told me that. You're yeah. the first. You look like him. But thank you. I appreciate that. He's a I'll nice guy. That. I got to meet him up in New York. I'll you guys did such a great job last week. And the rental market is crazy. We were talking. My Aaron is moving back to Florida. And he had said to me, he's moving back to Miami. He said, I need $7,500 just to say hello in a new apartment. He says they want to buy, but they don't have the down payment to buy, but they also don't have the $7,500 to put first, last, and security, and that may come with one parking space, or it may come with none. You may be lucky to get a spot on the street in Miami for that. It's crazy what's going on in the housing market. It's definitely crazy, and again, thank you so much for having us back. Uh, you know, last weekend, kind of bounced around a little bit, did the circuit, and was checking out availabilities in a lot of some major housing complexes, and they're booked, they're full and on a waiting list. So when you have this pent up demand and they, 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 they can be picky. And when that, that pickiness comes, you know, what's gonna, what's, all right, cool. This person will pay 2000 a month. I bet they'll pay 2300 and they'll, we'll charge them a first month, a last month security deposit. And all of a sudden, you know, you start doing the math and you're looking at 10, $12,000 to move in to in a place. Well, you know, I like to ask people, when's the last time your rent's gone down? You know, here in South Florida, we don't have rent control. And with the, the, you know, this new culture of people being able to work remote right. in our awesome climate, uh, it, people are gonna continue coming here. For and sure. the, the supply is just not available. So we're advocating for people who may not be aware that purchasing is more realistic than they may, they be, may, may know. Yeah, and I, I see that so often with, with people that I speak to, like there's so much misinformation out there with um, you know, what it takes to buy a house, what it takes to get into a house, 
Um, and there's also so many outdated pieces of information that might have been true five years ago, but no longer stand true post COVID that most people, when I sit down and I talk to them, like my, my initial goal when I talk to people is just get them in front of dust and let's see how ready you, you actually are to, to get into a house because most people are surprised that they're in a much better position to buy a home than they, than they actually know. Well, you know, let, so. let's go over the plan because I know this is a new demographic, new people. Let's go over what you guys suggested. And then I want to throw some darts at it because I wonder, I, I got a ton of questions. Great. So let's, a scenario is, you know, I, I'm renting. My lease is going to be expiring soon. I'm employed uh, and I don't want to continue paying this ever increasing rent or I want to move into my own property, and like you had mentioned earlier, I might want to rent out the other bedrooms to a sibling or friend. Well, you'll come to someone like myself, and I'll just get to know you. Like, what, tell me a little bit about yourself. What's your income situation like? What are your goals? Um, we'll have you do an application, get an idea of your credit profile, of who you are as a potential borrower, and then, um, you know, based on your income, there's certain programs that we can slide you into, and we'll be able to tell you with complete conviction and certainty that we you can afford this amount of money and one of the new things this is kind of a might get in trouble for this because it's not official just yet but a little inside news is we are now allowing almost all buyers to function as cash buyers and what that means is we have a way to put in offers on a property where in the past to be a cash buyer you had to have all cash so someone who's younger and who's now competing in this market with a low supply can have competitive offers. It's funny, so, we were talking about that before the show. When I bought my house, <clears throat> they put it in as a cash offer. But I wasn't paying cash. I actually have a mortgage on this house. But they had said, trust the professionals, there is a way to do this to make you, otherwise you're not competitive, otherwise you lose out on every house. Joel can speak into this better than anyone. I mean, the, the stories and hoops that he's had to go through to get his buyers into places at times, is, it's just, it's daunting. For sure, and, and it's, it's just, that's why like, it's really important, from the very beginning, it's really important that you, that you go to professionals that do this on a regular basis. Um, I'm working in the market, you know, a million hours a day, it seems like, every single day. Um, and so, you know, somebody like me who's involved in the market, who's putting in offers on a regular basis, we have probably the most ways to skin the cat as somebody who just doesn't do this on a regular basis. Not only that, most buyers don't, aren't even aware that they typically don't even pay the commission. The commission comes from the seller most, in most cases. Um, but when it comes down to you know, getting, getting offers accepted, that's why you know, people like Dustin and myself, we work hand in hand. It's because we, we both you know, go to bat for each other on our clients. And so when it comes to like, putting in offers, you know, I'm not just submitting a creative offer, but I'm also getting Dustin involved in like, hey, I'm seeing you in the offer so that you can reach out, you can let them know how solid of a, of a file we have on this client um, so that the, the seller is more at ease. If they do have to take a financing offer, at least they know there's a high likelihood that this offer is gonna, gonna go to the closing table. What percentage of your income can somebody afford on a mortgage and a down payment. So it goes a little bit, a step a little bit further than that because they don't take just your income into consideration. They also take the total carrying costs of that new property that you want to purchase as well as all of your debts 
that you currently are paying on a monthly basis. So the original question of like, hey, I want to purchase a house, how do I do this? We get an idea of what, what's your financial situation look like, including your income, your debts, and your credit. Uh, what I like to tell people and I always advocate for is when you come see us, if you're not buying a place, you're at least going to have a very clean, clear roadmap and a duration of time that it's going to take for you to be ready. So there's no, like I said last week, the best time to purchase real estate uh, was other than yesterday is today. And um, for those who are interested in figuring out what they need to do in six months from now or nine months from now, calling us and we can lay it out for you, give you a blueprint. Do you guys work on credit? Do you do credit repair, credit guidance, counseling, credit? Uh, because that's really the secret. I have become a black belt in credit restoration. <laughs> uh, I, I like to take more credit than that's due. We do use AI software that will run it through every kind of scenario and give us outputs. Say, so if this person does X, Y, and Z, there's a 95% chance that you will achieve your desired score. So far, it's worked every time. So again, you come see us. If your credit may not be up to par, uh, I can tell you exactly what to do and how to do it. Yeah, so there's, there's two things that I always recommend to people who are at the very beginning of the process that is crucial to everybody achieving the goals that we have, right? The seller selling their house, the buyer buying the house, the realtor getting paid for his work, the lender getting paid for their work. Um, it's start as early as possible, right? When, when my wife and I were getting ready to be more intentional about having kids, we went to the doctor first, you know, to make sure that everything was in, in place. <laughs> and ready to go, right? Um, it's the same thing with buying a house. If you start nine months before your lease expires, then you have time. If Dustin finds something and he's like, hey, this, this is on your credit report and this, it, it could be a problem, um, let's work on getting this taken care of now as opposed to you know, when you need to move in two months. It gives you a lot better chance of having all your ducks in a row. Um, and then the second thing is just being as fully transparent as possible with the entire scenario. Um, letting Dustin and myself know, like, these are the things that we know are a problem. Um, and we're not going to judge you. We, it's our job to be as creative as possible. But we can only be creative if we have the right information. And so being as transparent and, and as upfront with your entire situation as possible, if you have five people that are going to be moving with you, let us know that, you know what I mean? Or whatever the case is, so that we're able to manage your account as creatively and as um, aggressively as possible. Verifiable income, is that still a thing? Or do they even offer no income verification loans now? Uh, yes, verifiable and uh, also usually continuous. So there's, there will be instances where people may transact or they may liquidate some assets usually we won't be able to use those particular assets because they're not continuous, so capital gains and such. Um, I can say that with the amount of people moving here, there's a lot of entrepreneurs and um, there are a lot of business owners and we're doing bank statement programs because their taxes are working in their favor. They're not paying any taxes, but we can use up to 50% of deposits into a personal or business account for qualification. When you offer a cash deal, this is interesting. You offer a cash deal and you have somebody with a great credit score, like Dawn has a great credit score, which changes the game. Do you bridge the loan if it's originating from the same lender to get the person cash for let's say 30 days and then close? Do you do that? Is that done anymore? It, I'm not fully understanding, I believe. I think 
Just try it one more time. Okay, so, so Dawn is buying a house and she puts in a cash offer to buy the new house. And in the day they used to have lenders, they are going to give her a mortgage. She's already certified. It's just a matter of closing. And the buyers sometimes want to cash up front. And they don't want to wait for the financing on the deal. And we used to do bridge loans from the same lender and then pay back the bridge loan because it's only 30 days and go from there. Yes. So, yes, we do do that. And we also, where that shows up mostly are for people who may have had a big spike in equity in their home, for instance, That's and they right. want to purchase a new place, That's right. but they don't want to sell theirs until they find something because of the nature of the competitive environment. In that case, yes, we'll go in and say, based on the value of the current place, we'll, we're going to fund it. And once the, the back end, the, your current place closes, then we'll settle out the, the bridge loan. It would be like you. That's, I'm going to tell you, that is creative financing. <laughs> That's creative because it gives you more flexibility to do things. Now, the other side of this equation is, is there product to buy? You sell, is there anywhere to go? Or if you're looking to buy, is it priced out? Do you need 20? You know, it's like a Mexican family coming out of a little Google car. You need 20 people to qualify because everything is so skyrocketing. So a couple of trends that I've seen. Um, one, housing starts and permits are up, which is good. But also the, the industry and the movement of the fix and flip Airbnb is, is so hot that you know, anytime an apartment building comes up, like I was at an open house on Saturday, and it's a beautiful oceanfront property, and every single person who showed up was an investor who's wanted to turn it into an Airbnb property. Right. So it's, you have a lot of money down here, and they're buying up everything to do short-term rentals. Um, so it's going to take time. It, it's just going to take time for things to balance out. I, I also think that it, it's, it's important to, to find a, a hard-working realtor. Okay, because, for example, I have clients that are having a hard time getting offers accepted, but I'm not just going off of what's in the MLS, right? Like, I'm, I'm going through, I'm calling people who have no intention of selling today, but if confronted with the right offer, they might, you know, decide, you know what, yeah, we'll, we'll consider it. You know, that, that's, 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 that's what happened. That's, right. The realtor literally knocked on our door and right. said, I sell in this neighborhood. There's nothing for sale. Would you consider? Exactly. That's and exactly so what it was. It's, it's one of those things. I had a, I had a client um, who's looking to spend $750,000 and there was nothing available nope. for, <laughs> for the price point. And so I drove around town. I was looking for for sale signs. I was looking for nice houses that um, I was looking for open garages, <laughs> you know, like any sign that I was going to have human contact. I was pulling over. I was introducing myself. And it's one of those things that, you know, as as the market gets crazier and crazier, you have to have people in your team that are going to do the things that other people are not going to do. And the truth of the matter is that, um, you know, there's probably a 10 or 15 percent of realtors that are actually going to go out of their way to do those things that the other, you know, 90, 85 percent of realtors are not going to do. So I want to flip the script a little bit because I know you guys represent buyers more than you do sellers, but you'll do whatever comes to the door. I get that. I'm going to come at you as a seller. I want a $2.5 million offer on my house. High end. High end because where I live, everything's averaging out. If you average it between 1.8 to 2.5. So I might as well ask for the top and work my way down. Do you have people in those categories? They come to you, they talk to you, and they feel trustworthy enough to say, you know, I believe this guy, let's go make a deal. Do you have that stuff? 
<clears throat> so two weeks or two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I was at a two point five million dollar listing in Boca, and uh, we had forty people show up, and I, we had to like control the crowd. Holy smokes! And uh, f- as a result of that, I'm now doing three. You know, I th- I'm working with three new purchases from wow. just that, and that was just being outside, kind of managing the crowd control. And um, it's yes, the demand is not going away, which kind of brings us to like why we're even here is there's a huge, I'd say the majority of people are, are renting and they feel that doubling your rent in some cases is too much. And you know, with inflation and the cost of everything going up already, there's this added burden. So you know, my, my whole stance has been, we wanna be here to help. Like at the very least, let us look. Like if you don't wanna pay two or $3,000 a month, let's let you, let's show you how to become your own landlord and work out some sort of stability and plan so you can feel secure in your home. How long right. would you recommend if someone's want, they're in an apartment, maybe they say to their landlord, I'd like to purchase it, but they know it's not their end all be all, but yet they're getting killed with rent. How long would you recommend buying and holding it and to your next property? So that, that would depend on the market and where the market is, whether they hold it for an extended period of time or you know, like right now, like you said, fixing and flipping is, is huge. Sometimes you can just renovate a bathroom and a kitchen and, you know, get a lot more money out of it. Um, but for the most part, you want to, like in, in my opinion, owning is always better than renting. I understand that renting is sometimes a necessary evil um, for some people. Maybe they're, they're um, unable to maintain a property because of their schedule or they're new in town and they don't know exactly where they want to end up or they don't know what their situation might not be as stable as, as um, others. But, um, you know, definitely getting into the ownership side of things, because even if your rent is doubling, right? Like if your rent is doubling, it makes more sense. Even if you're paying that for a mortgage, at least it's yours. You know what I mean? And at least you have something Right now, last year, the average homeowner in the United States increased in equity $55,000, okay? So when you think about that, it's, it's one of those things where it's like, man, if I would have bought a house a year ago, I'd have an extra 55K around, more or less, depending on different parts of the, the country. But you know, those stats are also taken into consideration like Wisconsin and Wyoming, you know what I mean? Like in Florida, the equity was probably exactly. a little bit more than, than um, you know, the average. So, it's one of those things where, you know, it, it, it depends on the market, how long you hold a property, or even if you hold the property. Um, but as, as long as you can get on the side of owning the property, that's, I think that's the most important. Now, do you have to hold a property for a year before you sell it for capital gains or homesteading? In short, yes. Okay. In short, yes. So you, if you're buying a home to flip it, you still need to, if it's a primary residence, have to hold it for 12 months in a day, essentially, before you sell it. But if it's an investment property, then no? It depends on how you purchase it originally. Correct. So if it was purchased as a primary, there'll be a little bit more stipulations around it. If it was investment, then you have less stipulation. Um, capital gains is still going to be capital gains. Unless, now, it's, if, if I move the capital gains into another investment, does it depreciate the capital gains tax? Okay, so it sounds like we're getting into the how do we use real estate as a vehicle to increase my net worth as like a tax vehicle. And if it's not your primary residence, if you're using it as an investment vehicle, the 1031 is awesome. Like, 
essentially you can sell a property and you send it to an intermediary who will then hold it and you can use that money to purchase something else of equal or greater value and you're able to delay your tax liability. That's what I did. That's what you did? Over and over. Now, let me, I wanna- I, We gotta I, go to break, you wanna we ask gotta go to question? Break. Okay. Yeah, I do, I wanna talk about uh, purchasing property using NFT con and right. Bitcoin. Before and we get on to a whole other topic. Whole other topic. We haven't even gone from renting to that. You're on to NFTs. We have to chit chat with the ladies. We're going to introduce the ladies, but I'm, I'm throwing the gamut out there because I got them. All right. We're going to take a quick break first. Write in with any questions you have on real estate, homeowners, renting, financing, you name it. 888-994-4995. Studio A. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Justin Mooney is special counsel of the Florida office of Hinman, Howard, and Cattell attorneys. Justin's practice focuses on tax, estate planning, guardianship, probate, and trust administration. His passion is to provide clients with sophisticated estate plans which carry out their wishes, reduce any potential taxes, and preserve wealth for future generations. The attorneys of Hinman, Howard, and Cattell provide first-class legal services and have achieved a reputation for excellence for over a century, staying on the leading edge of the law. When you need representation or legal counsel, contact Justin Mooney at 561-276-1008 or jmooney at hhk.com. I'm Lady Ashley, and this is my husband, Big John. The muscle behind the hustle. We are the creators of this very unique party planning business, Lady Ashley Party Planning. We are known for all the details. We specialize in gorgeous balloon decor, floral displays, and handle all of your party planning needs from A to Z. Please feel free to visit our website at LadyAshleyPartyPlanning.com. Our email is abpartyplanning at yahoo.com and our phone number is 561-542-2296. Cool, calm, collected. Needing a drink to end a long day or maybe to start your vacation right? Gubba Rum is here to let you kick back and do just that. Inspired by a technique that dates back to the 1800s, these artisanal, organic, and naturally infused rums are made from pure cane and the finest fruits, spices, and herbs the world has to offer. Gubba Silver is infused with naturally shredded coconut, and Gubba Gold is infused with real vanilla bean. Simply shake and enjoy. Visit GubbaRum.com to find the nearest location a buyer enjoy. All establishments have personally reviewed and enjoyed firsthand the wicked smoothness of Gubba Rum. 35% ABV and 70 proof. Gubba Rum, it's wicked smooth. Planning for the future should not be painful and needs to be discussed. From health, family, finances, allow qualified professionals to aid in your planning. Luhu Advisors have been serving South Florida for over 30 years. A licensed real estate broker, insurance agent, assisted living administrator, and certified senior advisor, Paul Solomon is the most qualified and well-rounded advisor for any task. Specializing in real estate, long-term care, life insurance and annuities, social security, government benefits, and senior housing, Luhu Advisors, let us help you. Welcome to Sunshine Senior Solutions, a trusted medical supply company that puts patients first. 
offering quality home medical equipment and supplies. Sunshine Senior Solutions is here to help simplify the lives of patients, caregivers, and their families. From canes and crutches to diabetic glucose monitors, your health, safety, and comfort is our number one priority. Call or visit our website, Sunshine Senior Solutions, bringing the heart back to healthcare. been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now. Now we're back. It's interesting because we were talking about crypto and everything else that goes attached to the real estate piece, but let's hold off on that a little bit and let's introduce the ladies and the conversation so that we can get a lot of conversations going and coming. I gotta tell you, real estate has changed. I did it for it? 17 years. Miss it. It was the highlight of the day. I guess you miss it. Back and forth. I used to drive on Sundays in my car to upstate New York to find properties. People thought I was nuts until I started finding them. I ended up owning 49 different homes. It's amazing what's going on. A house in my neighborhood just sold. People stayed there because they're having a hard time finding a place to go and rent. Same type of thing with you. There's a corner market right near where I live, and inside this corner market is a barbershop. And apparently the guy who runs the barbershop is buying this for his kids, and this is what, and they're gonna like fix and flip, or someone's gonna stay there, and the prices are just crazy. A little scary. 49 pro, but when you find something. Well, I have multiple dwellings. I never had a single family home. Oh, you were, you were a landlord? Four family, and then FHA allowed you to buy four family with a store. And I had a money maker. You know, the old saying about buying the ugliest house in the best neighborhood, I lived by that. So I used to buy these houses, and in the day, I don't know if it's still the same, FHA required you to use $10,000 to qualify for the mixed use. And I used to fix, I used to put different things, different roofs, and this and that. Oh, Look around, goodness. we have an idea of what you probably did. Well, I, Am I, I right? I, I had so much fun with this because I found tenants that took pride in where they lived. I always gave a turkey out for Thanksgiving to every tenant I had. I did it this year also in Puerto Rico. Given opportunity. So you want to introduce the ladies. You got to run Fuego. I got to run Fuego. How'd that go? It did went very well. And we have a broker in studio. We got Lucky, who's also, we got to mention about tomorrow's event. So we'll bring Lucky on. We've got our host of Fuego 2.0, Lucky Aguirre, joining us. And we've got Alma Gutierrez, again, talking real estate. So welcome, ladies, to the set. Thank you, thank, thank you. Thank you, thank you. And uh, Fuego was amazing. I had uh, Alma, and we have talked here many times before how networking works and how meeting and connecting with others works so much. I met Alma through Madei. Who, Madai, who I met in a networking meeting and uh, explained her like the events that we were uh, doing and so on. And she said, you have to talk to Alma. And so I did. I, I reached out. I talked to her. And, and um, it was amazing. She has a great story. And she's a broker in West Palm Beach. And what event do you have happening tomorrow for networking? Because we met you at a networking event. Yeah. So many, many months ago, <laughs> I met you guys at a networking event. And uh, tomorrow, we have a Café con Familia in the Meridian Atlantana. 
and we have invited the whole community, different uh, professionals uh, to come and network. Of course, get to know the community. They had, they did a lot of renovations and they're so excited bringing people so they can see all the changes. They just did a self open house to their memory site and um, great people in our community. So I went and invited some business owners. Uh, you know, I love marketing and I love to talk to people. And if you don't stop me, I can talk here all day. So I mean, <laughs> I went and reached out to some business owners in the area in Lantana saying hello and inviting them to our coffee and breakfast. And the I mean, coffee is from the Brooklyn Cafe. How many people are you expecting tomorrow? Well, I think that we maybe 50 nice. because of the space, but yeah. And here's what I love about the Hispanic community. It's even more so than the Jewish community. The invitation says eight. Lucky, what time should we be there? 8.15, no, 8.30 is even better. Well, yes, to <laughs> Don, I said 8.30, but I put in the invitation at eight to make sure that people get there. Because 8.30 or 8.30. At nine, exactly. Well, the sooner you get there, the sooner you start talking to people. Absolutely. And, and they're gonna remember you because you're the first person. That's how we met her, you took me to that event. And I wanted to get a sandwich. And every time I was going to eat, you introduced me to somebody else. So I ran to the bar thinking, okay, nobody's going to bother me here, right? So I'm going to order my drink, and there's Lucky. And, and, and here she's been nine months. Lucky, is it a free event? Yes, it's free. Oh. It's free. So all, all the events that I'm organizing is free. It's just for professionals to meet others. Like here, I'm here, and um, I met Dustin and Mr. Okendo. I have to use the last name, I'm sorry, because I love the last name. <laughs> and let me tell you, I'm very proud. I love to see my passion. Of course, I do mortgage, but I my passion is marketing and it's business owners. And I love to see uh, young entrepreneurs. And then I heard also that there are some uh, Bitcoins and <laughs> things like that. And all that is like, that's amazing. I'm very proud. Um, and you guys have like so much information. And so it's amazing to see young entrepreneurs um, teaming, teaming up, probably say that incorrectly, yeah, like a team working together, because it's, it's a way to do it. So very nice. The young entrepreneurs, because you guys look way younger than you are. <laughs> yeah. So they're just old, old, old men and They're not old, but they're older than you think they are. Well, you know, I don't care. But, you know, it makes them relatable. Like, to slick and our kids age and if Gio wants to buy a house they're going to relate more to you mm -hmm. than someone fossilized like us well you know fossilize or not <laughs> i will listen to that that betters you you know we talked about this a hundred times with paul and, and and all the other people we bring in here we, they, we have to use what we have well you have right. a plan and a plan has to be learned before it can be implemented right so I'm glad that my Latino brothers and sisters, they heard it in Spanish and they're hearing it now in English. You know, there are two ways to do things. There's the right way and then there's the other way. Creative way. <laughs> just, I'm just calling you the way I see it. I've been in the but game. the creative way doesn't mean it's not the right way. It's just the creative way to get in the right game. No, I didn't say that. I said the right way or the other way. Okay. You know, real estate can hurt you if you don't know what you're doing. Correct. It can really, really hurt you. If you buy wrong, you're going to end up wrong. So it, it's, it's about like the, the guys here, they provide a lot of information. So it's to get informed, get all the education, talk to the professionals, people that have been, you know, they have been doing it, they know what they're doing. Or, you know, sometimes I don't know everything. Um, I'm not young like them, I don't know everything, but I can ask, I will say, hey, w hold on. 
if i don't know but let me i'll investigate and i'll search um and going back you know like with alma and she's she's looking for uh realtors to join uh join her group all right and getting part of you know in the real estate business so a lot of times um well, like I said, I'm new to a brokerage. I just opened my company in 2001. Alma, hold I'm, up your mic so we can hear you. Uh, I am um, hiring realtors. If you're looking to put your license into a brokerage, let me know. I'll be happy to take you. I only do a transaction fee. You can take 100% if you always um, charge that to your client or you pay out of your pocket So from What's your commission. What's the advantage of becoming with the brokerage or staying on your own. Correct. The advantage of the state of the broker is that you own, well, the, you save the, your commission, the, what you're paying. Like I was with, I was working with United Realty Group, but they had a transaction fee as well. So I'll save all the transaction fees um, that I pay for. So who saves the transaction fees, the buyer seller or the broker? Uh, the broker, if you have your own uh, company, you save the transaction fee. So they have like, uh, we were talking about it to the Latino communities that then that way the, the realtor has the option, you know, or you pay from Correct. your commission or you get um, your customer to pay for. So it gives sometimes some flexibility. Um, Alma was talking to about, you know, the training, the support that she provides. Um, again, business owner, and we're here trying, you know, to support. So any real third that wants somebody, she was doing a training at 10 p.m., uh, helping a realtor and her team. Uh, so it's amazing. Yeah, uh, support from a broker is very important. I do have agents that call me 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night. If I'm available, of course, I'll be. I will be there for them because I want them to learn. The way I learn, um, which is uh, having my broker on my side. So, um, and their success is my success as well, my company, so. Alma, how long have you been doing uh, real estate? Since 2014, I would say seven, eight years. And has the game changed in the last seven, eight years? Absolutely, yes, yes. In 2014, uh, properties were very cheap. Of course, the interest rate, it wasn't that cheap like last year. This uh, Today, the interest rate, we, we know for sure, is above 5%. So yes, it has changed a lot. She has seen a little bit of everything so far. Yes. So percentage rate, interest rates are now around five? Yes, it's higher than five, correct. And the crazy thing is I think not too long before you guys were here, was it four? It was a time, what, at three? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I mean recently, ago. I mean within the past six well, weeks past, is what I'm looking at. Weeks, it, kept it kept changing. And you know, when we talked the other day, uh, they're projecting, you know, maybe we'll go to seven. Inflation is the problem that we're having Correct. right now. Well, if, if we go to seven or anywhere between five and seven, obviously that factors into what people can afford on their mortgage. Do you foresee that people are still going to be stretching for the mortgage plus the interest, or do you think it's going to cause housing prices to even out a little bit? It's all, um, you know, like Dustin gave a lot of uh, good information. It's all about sitting down, talking to the person, learning the whole scenario. Because not only the credit, then it's also the income, and then it's a debt. Then we offered, um, you know, I can relate um, what was mentioned earlier, that based on your situation, so then we'll try to find the program that will work the best for you. 
But what do you think housing prices? Do you think they're going to continue to rise as interest rates rise, or do you think they're going to settle in a little bit? Let me see if I can <laughs> predict. Yeah, let's predict. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> because right um, now, houses are going sight unseen above asking price. People are buying them without seeing them, and they're just throwing money at it, knowing that they're going to have to flip it, they're going to live with it because they get whatever interest rate it is. Some people are putting offers without looking at the house. It's also depends. Uh, Mr. Ken, I'm using his last name because I love she the last name. last name. But <laughs> he, like he mentioned, he mentioned it depends the realtor that you have at your site. So if you have a Correct. person, the realtor can go and investigate. They can find information um, you know, online or go into the place and do that investigation for you when you put an offer even without looking at the house. So now, just having that person working with you is Freddie so important. If wanted to sell his house, but he doesn't list it. And one Do of it. you guys are driving around and you see Freddie outside and said, would you be interested in selling your house? Is that a better deal to do it that way before it hits an MLS listing? For a, for a buyer? For a buyer. For a buyer, absolutely. Yeah. You see, that's Less why Fre Freddie doesn't want to list it. Freddie wants to go and knock on their door and say, listen, this is what I want. Well, what if, say, you tell your committee here. Yeah. So, Okanda and I'm are going to knock you on your the door right now. Okay, Freddie is looking your for again? this. This is this is what you're looking but, for. But this is what I No, no. I didn't say this is what I'm looking for. It's the verbiage. 2.5. This is what I This is what I want. That's what I'm I this is what I want. I know what I got. You know, I got a house on a lake with a pool. I got 5,000 square. I know what I got, honey. And my community ain't cheap. And I suffered 11 years to live there. I know what I want, but what I want is I want a solid buyer. I want a person that really has the money, doesn't have it overseas, is coming six months. I don't want that jive. I don't want that at all. I don't want a price war. I want to be it quiet. You know, there was a guy in my block in Hollywood yeah, Avenue that did a cash deal in his living room. And I saw the money because I was there. I was the broker. So quiet, we had dinner, everybody, nobody mentioned even the clothes. Best house on the block in Hollywood Avenue in the Bronx. Freddie, we, we are, um, a lot of mortgage lenders, um, when, I, when I heard earlier uh, the guys talking, that's the way to do it. So a lot of mortgage lenders are now are doing that. We are, we are approving the buyer. But hold on. It's going all the way no. to underwriting, and it's just waiting for that inspection and that appraisal. They go to your house, and that transaction mm -hmm. is going to happen. That's not the problem. you got to listen to my merengue. In I my heard you merengue, but my, I have my own. In my community, <laughs> you have to be approved to live there. Uh, okay? Your HOA has to approve you, you first. Got, I didn't say that. I, I didn't say what she said. I'm saying you got to be approved to live there. If you are not approved, you ain't going to live there. And there ain't an explanation. They look at you if your hair is too long. No, sorry. And that's the end of that. There are only 220 homes in this community. So you got to sell right. And I'm looking at him and he knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. I want a number. I want a number that attaches the right buyer. And they want kids. They don't want these preppy, single. They don't want that. I mean, they'll take it. But they want family oriented. There are more kids in my neighborhood now. I never see anything like sure, it. That will sustain the neighborhood because they will grow up in that neighborhood. And they will inherit the properties and they, and they level up. So it isn't about what I want, it's what I need. It's really what it comes down to. I'm in a tight niche because I can only sell this thing to the right people. Not that I'm discriminating, it has nothing to do with color. 
It has to do with family. It has to do with good job. It so has to do that's stability. why, you know, you, okay. you have here, like Don said, a committee. So that's why you have to uh, realtor, uh, realtor and broker. So it's important to have that professional that is going to listen to everything that you're saying. And of course, they go to HOA, get the application, get all the information and whatever is needed to get you that perfect buyer. Yeah, the perfect buyer. I remember when I went through the interview, I was from New York. I still have my accent. You still and, have your accent. And I, do I? Anything <laughs> went away? Yeah. And I'm Accents sitting there, are good. and this lady's asking me questions. Like, what is your shoe size? You know, what's your favorite color? Where are you going? What do you mean you're in media? I said, what? I said, lady, I'm here to buy a house. You want to marry me? Is that the deal? You want to get engaged? You're going to buy me a ring? What's going on here? And it's, but now I'm used to it because when I did mortgages, I knew that they ask you for everything. So that's another side to this. If you're living in a country club and there are HOAs, whether you were talking yours or not, and you have a buyer, they qualify, does it have to go through that HOA committee before you can even process the sell, the buy? Correct. They have well, to. Got, they okay. have to submit the application to through yes. the association. It has to be approved. They do run their background check and credit report before they get approved. Yes. And I put it in for a guy. You don't know this. Six years ago to sell the house, he was turned down. I'm not going to say why. They didn't tell me why. It's just yes or no. Check one. Right. So I know what I got. I know that the time clock is on because. I thought it was going to cool off by now. It's just gotten a little bit hotter. The rates, is, the, the, the values are going up. Now, I have to ask you, if I'm asking for a number and everything around me is selling for that number, is that what they're going to use for specs when they do the appraisal? The comps. The comps. Yeah, so typically it's, it's going to go shot? based off of what has sold. So when I, like if I were going to go and evaluate the value of your property, I would... I would pull the most recently closed listings nearest to your home. Right. Um, not just in distance, but in, you know, specs. And then I would also pull whatever's pending and actively under contract because more than likely by the time that we get to the appraisal on your property, some of those that are actively under contract and pending would have closed, um, which will, you know, those those closings that happen in, in that interim are basically going to become the new comps that the appraiser is going to pull from. Gotcha. Um, so there's typically there's typically two things that are super important in your particular case. The first one is um, to have an agent that's not afraid to knock on the door of the HOA or make the phone call for the HOA to find out what is it going to take to get somebody approved in here so that we're not running around wasting our time and our marketing dollars on people who are not going to get approved and get into the house. The second thing is having somebody who has enough marketing expertise to know that this is not just going to be a regular MLS listing. I have to build out a buyer profile for the exact type of person that we're going to target market for this and know where to go to find the lists for those for those um, that target, you know, audience so that you're not marketing, you know, like listing your property on Zillow, you're marketing to 3 million people, but 3 million people are not your buyer, right? Right. So you want to get the 1,000 or the 800 people and market really well to those people because there's a higher likelihood that you'll get 20 or 30 buyers from targeting that 800 people as opposed to marketing to everybody, having everybody come through your house 
um, and only having three or four offers because that's what can afford it. You know what I mean? I only need one offer, the right offer. <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you, the object of the game, Linda sold her house on 18th Street in one hour and two minutes. Now, Freddie would have done something different, but Linda wanted to get out, and we went and we moved into this place. Freddie was the only one that said, at this price, we're going to sell it for millions. And everybody, including my son, Mr. I Know Everything, laughed at me. Wow. They ain't laughing now, baby. I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> ain't nobody laughing now. Nobody. When you sold your house, there was an offer on the table. What did I tell you? You said if you make 50 to 60%, take it and run. Did you wait for the next offer? Here's the interesting thing. They marketed my old neighborhood to what it was. And the offers came in much lower than we were asking. Someone came in totally outside of who they were marketing randomly and bought the house cash. They said, we're not going to haggle. Give, here's 48 hours. Give us your best deal. We either say yes or we say no. We're not going to go back and forth. We don't want this game. This is we want it. And that, so it wasn't anyone they targeted. It came in somebody else in the sports field that ended up buying the house. So uh, I'm not trying to knock who you hired, but they might not have been targeting the right people. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you do enough digging, you do enough research, you know where to find the right person. You know what I mean? And that's uh, my, my background before real estate was in marketing. No, I love what you're doing. I think mm -hmm. that's fantastic because you're going to market to 3 million people between here and Broward County, but right. your niche is going to be this pinpoint okay. that's going, it, 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 but like he to, knows how to find it. They know like how to, to find it. Joel a little shout out here. I've sponsored a handful of his open house and it's like it, just a continuous flow of qualified buyers in that price that's point. Awesome. So, you know, having someone with a marketing background who's done the buy side and is successfully coming up with this profile. I mean, if yeah. you want to sell a house properly and find that right buyer, Joel's going to be the guy you want to talk to. And it's stressful. You want to have a team behind you with the ladies, with you guys, everyone together, that you can go about working, you can go about raising your family, you can go through your day-to-day -day activities and know that all you have to do is get your documents in place, send them to your team, you show up on your day of closing, and you move. And do you have a place to put your sellers after they sell? You can buy your, the new house first. No, based on that. it depends. If they got a guy who's willing to give me my nut, I'm moving in on the beach if I got to. And leave everything behind because this is a hot today, cold tomorrow my deal. My mom has an extra room. I'm moving there. <laughs> I got, listen, my I mom got, and dad have two extra rooms, actually. I just want this thing. I'll rent you Gabby's room. <laughs> it is Don't funny. worry, you, will, I you do always have, have a home. I have a client that's selling her house, um, and we close the next week, and she doesn't have a place to go. So now she's paying for the whole year in order for her to get something really fast. But it has to be with the association. Otherwise, she will have to move with her parents, you know, until she finds a place. But it's easy when you pay for the whole year. So, so then rather than pay monthly for rent. You see, there's a plan. Beginning, middle, and end. And there's going to be bumps on the road. There's always a Correct. bump on the road. I've never seen anybody buy a house without a bump until I met this one. And the only bump, went, it went from this price to sale to this price. And they probably could have gotten more... But if it was today, you probably would have gotten more. If it was right now, but it was like seven months ago, you did very well. It's and she found a place to go, which is just as nice as where you left. That is very nice. Mm -hmm. All I got to say, you got lucky with that. I wanted to add something that's a little bit, it's kind of related, but it's kind of relevant also with we've dropping all this cash buys. Mm -hmm. um, 
recently, one of the, the, the most dominant uh, borrower that I'm working with are people who came in, bought cash, so they could just get the deal done, but they don't want the mortgage. They want to have the two or 300 grand in their pocket. So we're doing all this back-end financing after they purchase it. And that's, like, majority of the people I'm working with now are in that, that scenario. Is it because people want to sell the house to the best person and cash is king? It's, it's because, like you said, someone came in, sight unseen. I don't want to haggle. I don't want to deal with mm -hmm. it. Here's 500 grand. I just want the house. They get it. But they also would rather, if they can borrow at a rate that's less than inflation, people mm -hmm. with money, if you're financially savvy and you can borrow at a rate less than inflation, you're going to do it all day. OPM, right? 100%. Yep. So. That's what we did. We took some out for construction and we took the mortgage out on the rest because it was less than four at the time. I gotta tell you, it's such a fast moving deal. But the more you talk about it and you don't do it, the more. Take it easy. You know, well, take it you easy. Know what you heard what he said. If he didn't do buy you know, yesterday, he should buy today. Do you know I gained $100,000 just in the month of April because of closings around me? How would you like to live in a house that has one, two, three sides and they all closed now? And they all closed at numbers I like. I mean, how, how, are you kidding me? I'm better off today than a month ago. You keep ago. talking about selling the house. If you don't sell it now, you don't know what the, the value is going to be tomorrow. I'm going to tell you something. I'll be very honest with you. If I don't sell it now, it's going to just go keep going up because apparently they're making some kind of moves on this piece. They want to bring in, what is that golf people that they do, Tiger Woods and them guys? They want to do 18 holes there for the, for the circuit. Are you kidding me? It's all fun and, and games until you got to pay to live there. But that's the reality of life. When we came here, what did I tell you? Are you nuts? You're going to put in the rhyme. We're going to get the rent, right? Now we need a bigger place. Yes. <laughs> all right, let's take a commercial break. When we come back, you want to talk about what people are looking at for appraisals? You guys can stay? Appraisals, yes. Right? What are they guess? How do you raise your appraisal values? What, what are they looking at? All right, take a quick commercial break. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Amy Roshevsky can help you choose the right piece that will add some magic to your space. Amy Roshevsky has a wide range of art, from abstracts to mosaic tapestries, and she paints on different surfaces, such as reverse painting on glass, tables, wall hangings, and sculptures. Her work can be ordered online at amyroshevsky.com or you can come in and see it in real time at the Brooklyn Cafe Art Gallery. She also does commission work, so if you have an idea in mind, she can make it a reality. She invites you to reach out to her at Facebook or at email at amyroshevsky at gmail.com. That's amyroshevsky at gmail.com. Have an artful day. Born in Marseille, France. Max Lazega creates whimsical and free-flowing interpretive art. His 40 years in the construction industry created the foundation for his craft. His unique work displays his view of the future with bold and playful combinations of materials and processes, but the methodology remains consistent. He fuses recycled materials and discarded building supplies into a fresh, well-executed approach. Lazega has lived in Miami, Florida most of his life, where he pursues his lifelong passion of creating industrial art. For more information, contact Max Lazega at artworkstudios.org or 786-326-8873. Hi everyone, I'm Alana and I am standing in J&D Cakes over off of Federal Highway by Meisner Park in Boca Raton. And wow, does it smell delicious in here. 
owned by Joel Basco and Daniela Borges. They are the ones in the business as far as cakes. From weddings and birthdays, special events, holidays, novelty, and known for their sculpture cakes, you have to check them out. If they look familiar to you, you may have seen them as they were featured on Cake Hunters, they were the winner of Food Network's Cake Wars, as well as returners and finalists on their Champs episode. Hi, I'm Joel and welcome to J&D Cakes of Boca Raton. We're right across from Eichner Park and we're open from Tuesday to Saturday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So come by if you can. If you want to order from us, um, please call us at 561-569-1860. Providing music you will enjoy. JM Production performers will brighten up your stage. Condominiums and residential communities, nightclubs and restaurants that want to provide top quality singers and entertainers for their social events, banquets, celebrations, and their customers use JM Productions to ensure that they have an uplifting and beautiful event. Now, tune in for the show. Have you been injured in a car accident, slip and fall, or through the negligence of another? The lawyers at Shane M. Farnsworth, PA, have over 40 years of combined experience representing injured individuals and their families. Call us today at 561-372-8337 for a free case evaluation and the answers to your legal questions. Were you injured in an accident that wasn't your fault? Don't let the insurance companies take advantage of you. Contact us now to learn about your options and to protect your rights. watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. And we're back. You learning a lot? Yeah, I'm learning that it's heating up, baby. I want to find out because when we were looking at appraisals, and I can only go by what I know the past couple months, it doesn't necessarily mean your house has to have marble and granite bathrooms, and it just has to have had something new? Yeah, so the, when it comes to appraisals, now keep in mind I'm not an appraiser, like a licensed appraiser, but there are qualifications that homes fall into. It's, I want to say it's like four or five different qualifications. Um, it's either brand new, has been fully remodeled and renovated, has had some renovations done, has had no renovations done and then is basically like a teardown. So those five categories, um, depending on what work has been done in the house, um, it would fall into one of those five categories and then from there it would get compared to other houses that are in similar categories. So even if you're in a great neighborhood, if your house doesn't have the same appraisal because no work has been done to it, right. it may not necessarily go for the same amount of money that Correct. you think it's going to go for. Right, and it, and it it's also, I mean, it's, it varies by appraiser. Some appraisers are a little more aggressive than others. Um, you know, at the, at the end of the day, like I've, I've had listings where it appraised that, you know, like we, we listed it at 380, it appraised at 360, and then th that deal fell through, and then two weeks later it appraised at 380. So you can so, actually find a place to live for 380? Yeah. Well, this was, this was two years ago, so <laughs> not, not anymore. In South Florida? Um, yeah, no. <laughs> 
two yeah. years ago. But um, <laughs> they're, they're selling some dollhouses um, here in Boca at 380. I know that sounds so <laughs> jaded, but it's just the truth. It's yeah. sad, but true. Right. You know, a townhouse or a two-bedroom apartment is probably even more. You just bought a townhouse more than that. Right. Right. And so it, it, it's also, it goes back to marketing, right? Like marketing has a lot to do with, because it's not just about what it appraises at, but it's also right now there's, it's very common to find buyers that are paying above appraised value. Mm -hmm. You know, they're paying above appraised value for a house. So it's a combination of getting the appraisal value pretty close as a realtor who's listing a property, but also knowing how to market it to make it more desirable. The more people desire the same property, the more likely you are to get more for that property. And so, you know, um, on a recent listing that I had, we listed it um, pretty aggressively. Actually, Dustin was at the open house for it, and we ended up um, locking in somewhere about 15, 20 above what we listed it at um, and above what it appraised at. So, um, you know, good marketing creates that urgency and the emotion to connect people to a property that, you know, they might have overlooked had it not been presented to them in the light that it was presented to them. So it's how you present it as, right. as marketers and as real estate professionals is how you present it to the client. Oh, I could see maybe this wall coming down or you, you right. can do this. It's a great deal because it's got this school system. A lot of things to change. The appraisal value, let's say, is a dollar and the pricing of the house is three dollars. So the buyer has agreed to put in the difference, correct? So yes, um, or negotiate down. <laughs> or negotiate down. Right. But um, if, if the value is because other people want the property, mm -hmm. it's gone up to $3, then it's up to, and the guy says, yeah, I'll pay the $3. Right. So he can get financing for a dollar, and the other two has to be submitted as a cash agreement? Yeah, so. That's correct, yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm -hmm. So when we, we're lending, from a collateral standpoint, that's what the appraisal process is for, is it gives us correct. a snapshot of the current value that we'll right. th then use as collateral to loan against. Right, because the, the lender's not gonna lend more than the house is worth, right? right? Um, but what the house is actually worth and what it's worth to the person buying it could be different. And so that's what we're finding. When I, when I have my first initial conversation with buyers, I tell people, you know, like, you're gonna go see houses, you're gonna fall in love with a house, more than likely 10 other people are gonna fall in love with the same house. And out of those 10 people, there might be eight that are willing to pay significantly above what's being asked for it. So what you have to ask yourself right now before we go out to see houses is how much am I willing to fight for the house that I fall in love with? What so cash that, they have. Yeah, so that they're mentally yeah. prepared for what's ahead, you know, because uh, and and this. So when I very first got started in real estate, I was thinking, like, this is crazy. Why would anybody pay more money than a house is worth? Like, that's ridiculous. But when you think about it, at the rate that equity has been increasing, um, you pay fifteen, twenty thousand dollars above the appraised value of a house. By the end of the year, you've recouped that that equity almost, you know, double. So um, it sounds irresponsible in a sense, right? But um, when you when you keep in mind, like, when you follow the trends of the market, and when you're working in the market, that's why. Again, I, I want to stress, like, it's always a better idea to to meet with somebody who does this on a regular basis because you can get the right information from the right people who are surrounded by this stuff all the time. Um, 
And so, you know, that's, I think that that's a, that's a big thing is just understanding that whatever you're paying above right now, yeah, you're overpaying for the house based off of what it's worth today. But what it's worth a year from now is going to be significantly different than what it's worth today. Oh, inspections. A lot of houses are selling as is. They're even foregoing the inspections because if you want the house that badly enough, right, if you don't get it, someone else is going to pick it up as is anyway. What does that look like on a contract? So it can, it can be one of two ways. It can be either a short inspection period where if you decide you, this isn't for you, you back out quickly so that we can get it relisted in a timely fashion. Um, or it can be just a matter of, um, you know, are you okay living with what showed up on the inspection report? If you're okay with it, there's one of two things you can do. You can either buy it as is, you can try and negotiate, um, but if you try and negotiate, then that will, like for example, if the roof needs to be replaced and that comes up on the inspection report and you didn't know about it, then there's, there's something that you have to negotiate with, right? Um, but because it's such a hot market for sellers, a lot of sellers are like, hey, this is, this is what it is, you know? And the buyers are take like, or, okay, I'm going to take my chances. Even right? if you subtract the improvement or whatever needs to be done, so you're getting X amount and X minus Y gives you your price, you negotiate the right deal. You know, it's buying right because after those improvements are done, again, people laughed at me and they ain't laughing anymore because it was a wise investment. So you got to weigh it out on every house. It, it really changes. Absolutely. Now, we had someone in a couple months ago, I guess, talking about NFTs. You can actually buy a property with an NFT. It's definitely the direction we're moving in, <laughs> right? We're not there yet. Crypto uh, house buying, There was buying, lucky. a transaction uh, in Miami, so go Florida, <laughs> where it was a uh, an, uh, it was an NFT that was attached to an LLC, and the only asset in the LLC was a piece of real estate. So they were able to work in that direction. And you know, Freddie and I were speaking on break, just kind of the direction things are moving in the ability to create virtual property and ownership where we can have a marketplace to sell it. It's only inevitable that the, the market, like with digital assets, for instance, is going that direction. So, you know, you'll have investors in China who may want to invest in a hundred square feet of a high rise in New York. It'll probably be parceled out in an NFT. Now this is all not real yet, but it looks that, like the direction we're moving in uh, there. In fact, with digital assets, Fannie and Freddie are just now getting to the point where they have guidelines on it, where we can use that money. Right. Whereas in you know a couple of years back, it, they're like, you, it doesn't work. It was on the mortgage renewal, renewal test. They're talking already about the Bitcoins. It was interesting. I heard that you have you know so much knowledge on it. Yep. So in short, if you have crypto uh, and you want to diversify into real estate, please look me up. There's several ways to do it, some of which don't require you to sell. You can still maintain custody of your digital assets. I can show you how to navigate the guidelines and kind of restrictions and get you diversified into whatever it is that you want, ultimately. I got to tell you, that's But that's what I don't understand, an NFT is a non-fungible token, Correct. what it is. It's yep. not a physical Correct. property. It is a, it's code that's housed on a blockchain supported by a global network that allows us to assign and maintain digital ownership. So uh, as an example, a good way would be if you play a video game and you purchase a skin in that game, 
I can show on a blockchain through code that I, I actually own that. And if I want to sell it, I have the rights to be able to do so. Now, that's obviously you've seen in the art world that's kind of gone crazy. Right. But ultimately, that's going to be extended to everything. I, so I guess the lineage looks like this. The creation of the internet allows us to exchange information immediately. We have Bitcoin, for instance, the, the most popular digital asset. It allows us to exchange value seamlessly and instantly. And now we can assign virtual property ownership. Now, could someone else own the physical property? Or is it going to be the same ownership? They'll be derivative. It'll be like a derivative, essentially. So I don't know how it, this does. Again, this is not real It doesn't real exist, yet. but it's an Correct. interesting You're hypothesis. You're buying the licensing. OK. I have a house. I bought it for 300. The house is worth a million dollars. Or I put it out for a million dollars. If you take the million and you subtract the 300, the equity on it is 700,000. So let's talk about 50% of that 700, because I don't think they'll let you go to the max. It's got to be some kind of limit somewhere. So you can sell 300, $350,000 worth of Bitcoin equity or NFT rights to buy. So everybody's wallet gets a bite into this house. So now you've sold, so that goes to the owner, right? So I got 350, probably get rid of my mortgage, so now I'm dealing with zero, and then I sell it for $2 million. So if I take 50% of everybody that bought in and give them their fair share of pound of flesh, and I take the rest of the money, you're looking at a win-win, win-win with no problem here if it's doable. So I think what you're describing reminds me of a restaurant in New York. I don't recall the name of it. And what they did is they created, and it was an NFT that they launched that gave you access to a special menu. It wasn't even listed. You had to have the NFT to gain access. Well, they raised $4 million in like two days. But if you own it, now, now you can transact and you can sell it to the next person after you do it. But what I heard you say was, say I buy a property and it's a, a, an investment property and it's cash flowing like crazy. Well, I want to digitize it in a way. I'll create it into parcels of NFTs and then I'll split the cash flow with the people who own the NFTs. So now these people who want to say, hey, Freddie, I like what you're doing. Keep it up. I'm going to capitalize you. And as a return, uh, you know, on a monthly basis, you're going to give me a little bit piece of that. You're going to give me cash flow that's distributed out on the first of each month or whatever. And I'm going to tell you something. You could do that with artworks. You could do it with anything that will sell. But if you have a house that has a lot of equity in there, you're ready to make a move, but you're not ready because you can't find a place. Some people can't. This is really scary. Now, let's throw a curveball into the mix. The United States government has decided to go into the Bitcoin business. Digital and they're going currency, to give yeah. you guarantees. Not Bitcoin, digital cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. They're going to give you different guarantees because they're the government. So they're going to say, you want that crypto or you want Uncle Sam's crypto? Here we go now. You know, a lot of old money's going to say, I'd rather go with Uncle Sam because that's where they made their billions. If you can get a guy to walk in and spend $44 billion for Twitter, <laughs> for Twitter, are you kidding me? Then you can almost do anything right now. It's like, how do you put a price on freedom of speech? Right, so I guess we did. We put forty-four billion. Yeah. That's the price today. I, yeah, that's the price today. The freedom of speech is forty-four billion dollars. And uh, to your effect, yes, all governments across the board are producing—not all yet, but most—are producing their own digital currencies. You know, our current administration is moving toward regulation. It's something that's inevitable. And then when it comes down to it, people who participate in you know this whole digital asset revolution, 
you, you know, they get to choose. Do you want to go with the government or do you want to be autonomous and have sovereignty and be the holder of your, 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 your taking your own hands? So we are actually starting to take in cryptocurrency. We have our first client and they are paying us in crypto. Yes. In WEMP, the but, Women Empowerment but wait till token. they come and we're going to lay out this thing We do thing WEMP to Wednesday, them. so they, they'll be in tomorrow. It's a whole organization, which is really smart the way they do it. But they are also willing to listen, like Shark Tank, to different concepts that will help the owners in the organization. So here we go. It's interesting. So that's tomorrow. And then we have a new artist. And one of his paintings has been licensed to the Vatican through an NFT. But that does not give the Vatican merchandising rights. And the artist is still able to sell the original. And the artist is still able to reproduce the original. And the Vatican bought yeah. five NFTs rights to his paintings. So it's totally fascinating because he's now layering his income, but yet he still owns the physical asset. And what will happen too, as per as long as it exists, and if it's being transacted and being sold into the future, he'll receive, receive residuals on that, on each transaction. That's right. So it'll be a contract, a digital contract that now exists. And as it's sold and sold and sold, that artist will get paid as long as he wants. As long so as we're going to be picking up uh, some new artwork tomorrow and bringing it into this, including that piece. And then I have another artist that does, you saw the pieces. They go outside, they go inside. Yeah. Breathtaking. So I said to him, bring me six pieces and let me lay it out and let's digitize this thing. And let's see what happens. It blew his mind. He says, you can do that? I says, Right now is the time to do things, right? So you got these guys that understand the market. Selling is one way, and I tell you, there's the right way and then there's the other way. If you put these licenses out, you know, the NFL has been doing this for centuries, buying licensing rights. So you buy an NFL, a jet ticket will cost you $40,000 for six games, no, eight games. And they're now making it and they're digitizing it. So that 40000 comes back, you get a little something-something for your, for your tickets. You can sell giant tickets for $150,000 online. People that have had it since the Mara days. So this is not a new concept, it's just a better concept. So That's here we go. Amazing. All right, let's take another commercial break. Any questions, let us know. 888-994-4995, Studio A. You guys are unbelievable, lucky, spectacular. It's so nice to have Lucky joining us, and Alma was with us. You guys, it's so much information. It's an interesting concept. Today's also National Pretzel Day, so get your favorite pretzel. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Attention Florida residents. It's constant water damage from the elements putting holes in your pipes and your wallet. We cut the cost when disaster strikes. You deserve to have your house be at home again. At Triumph, we get you paid the most for your insurance claims. Broken pipes, water damage, and mold? Triumph Consulting covers it all. Call our offices now to qualify for a free house inspection at 954-669-4935 or visit www.wegetyoupaid.com. Do you need a strong cup of coffee to get you through your day? Try your very own Brooklyn Cafe Show coffee, the official coffee of the Brooklyn Cafe Show. You can pick up a bag from us or two. Contact us at 866-224-5422 
or just stop on by. We're at 2400 Northwest Boca Raton Boulevard, Suite 13. Come on in, grab a bag of our signature Brooklyn Cafe coffee. The cafe doors are always open. Here at the Brooklyn Cafe, our subjects range from hot topics, feel-good stories, and back-in-the-day nostalgia. With guest personalities and business features, you just never know who you'll see on the show. With our brew crew on set, we always air live to inspire, educate, and create. Make it a date and have a day at the cafe. Join Don and Freddie every weekday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. and for lunch every weekday from 12 to 2. Amplify your voice. Call us at 866-224-5422 or visit our website at brooklyncafe.tv. Welcome to Amp2TV, the first and only internet production company that's truly plugged in. When you're looking for a full-service internet radio, TV production company, discover Amp2TV. Amp2TV is a full-service media company that can provide all streaming videos, video studios, radio studios, and television studios. Call us today at 866-224-5422 for no business is too small to grow to be accounted. It's time for your message to be seen. Let Amp2TV help get you there. Hi, I'm Dr. Hillary Taylor at drthc.net. I have my doctorate in clinical psychology and now practice as a certified life coach. At Dr. Taylor's holistic community, we will work together using a holistic approach to improve and maintain your wellness and take the first steps towards creating the life that you want, need, and deserve. Call me today at 1-833-552-4442. And remember, drthc.net. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few lives. I tell you, I got a lot of homework here. <laughs> Listen, this portion of the show is brought to you by, what's this? Boca Magazine. Boca Magazine. And it's funny, because our ad is in here. This is the old ad still. When is the That's new one? That's the original. Coming? The new one should be out uh, first week in May next week, I'm assuming. This is kind of cool. Check out the Boca deal. We have, I sent some people... They're actually going to take ads with her. Fantastic. Um, and the response has been tremendous. Now, I was funny. It's funny because I never believed that paper ads were ever going to make it. But it looks like the people that you want eyes on, you know, those people, yeah. are the ones that subscribe to this. So it's kind of cool. And the radio station now has it over there. They think they're going sideways. Have you so. seen the years on the ones that are at the radio station? No, I bought new ones. The new ones are gone? They took them. The somebody took them. Yes, somebody took the new ones, and the ones that are there, one's from 2013, and one is from 2014. Well, I got to take two over there then. I can't believe they still. Those are like collectors' editions, but yeah, we should bring some of the new ones we over. Should. We Absolutely. should. Absolutely, we'll bring some over tonight. It'd be kind of cool. We got a big show lined up tonight over at NN, but we need to get some information out so people people are writing and how do they contact you? Where you want to start, Joel, Mr. Uh, Okendo? Sure. Yeah, Mr. Okendo. <laughs> Sure. Um, yeah, you can you can reach me at 864-494-6244. And um, if you prefer email, you can email me at Joel Oquendo. Oquendo. <laughs> Even you got at lifestyle, <laughs> INT Realty dot com. And yeah, I would love to, to help out in any way that I can. And Dustin. All right. Again, thanks for having us. I think they'll throw my number up there. 
But uh, if you want to stay connected onto what's going on, I think the easiest would be to follow me on TikTok. It's uh, TikTok Mortgage Guy. Uh, find me, follow me, follow back, and uh, we can communicate there. A lot of good information coming out. Well, you know, the interesting thing here is also you, you call these guys and you have a power session and get ready to do and make a move. At least you're going to make the good move. He's going to show you the right and the wrong ways of doing things. I believe I used to prep buyers and sellers when I did this business. I used to close in my house because I wasn't traveling nowhere. And they moved the license to the basement of my house. And the guy said to me, Freddie, I'll do it. I don't even want to say his name. If you fix your house in the back. So I put in $50,000 of pavers. I built a 1,200-foot deck with pool. So the closing happened in my basement. And there was a cook. There was a bar outside. I told the sellers, here's your check. See you later. And the buyers got to spend four and a half hours in my house with 30 of their closest relatives and friends. I did this for 17 years. I never looked for a deal. I had so many deals, I sold them because everybody liked the look. Everybody wanted that life. My closing rate was impeccable and they retained the property. I didn't go belly up and pop on that whole ride that happened. Never happened because they love what they were doing. So if you find a niche, if you find the information, it's up to you to take advantage of it. But you too can be a homeowner. I mean, these guys are telling you the right way of doing this. And I like the way you do your marketing because if everyone's going through MLS, by the time you open that email, it's gone. Yeah. And it's the most frustrating process, which is why you think there's no inventory. But when you have the right agent looking for you, there is inventory. You just have to find that creative marketing of what it is. Right, and I, I do want to say one thing just to kind of like give people hope, okay? There's, there's low inventory, but the inventory is replenishing every month, okay? There's hardworking realtors out there that are going out, they're getting listings, and they're, they're getting the work done to continue replenishing. So, yeah, there might not be a lot available on the market, but I'm constantly getting notifications that more stuff is, is coming available. So um, it's just a matter of, of getting your ducks in a row so that when what comes available meets your needs, you're able to take advantage of it. Through Justin and, and through Lucky and all of that information. I got to ask, is it, is, do you guys think that people say there's no business, there's no houses, there's nothing to keep them prices up? Because, you know, buy, a, sell, a, buyer, a, a seller's market is there's no inventory. And you know what happens when there's no inventory? There's inventory. You might just not no, like don't say what, that. what there is. There is. I look. Don't, don't say that. There is no inventory. There's only one house left. You just left. might Call not me. like what you see. I, I can tell you this. This is kind of what started my interest down this route is I have a realtor friend, and he had two people come to him. It's like, I, we need an apartment. We can afford up to 1100 bucks a month. So right out the gate, that's kind of like you quench a little bit. So he, he did some <laughs> research, dug deep, looked under every rock and cranny, found two options for this person. Uh, they were both uh, horse stalls in Wellington, so it wasn't going to uh, be a suitable option. Uh, but in terms of the rental space, the rental game is actually more difficult right now than the purchasing game. Yes, it is. So it, it's kind of like, listen, if you're in a position to make a move, let's figure it out. And different percentages down, you had said there's different first-time home buyer options. D depending on your background, we, I mean, from zero, three, three and a half, like, there are low, low entry points. Um, but again, it's like you got to look at the pros and the cons. Are you willing to throw away another? 
year in hopes that it comes back down. But again, rents aren't going to come down, or at least they haven't yet. Um, Your equity can go up. The thing is, they don't have to. Correct. Competition never ceases. I got to tell you, people tell me AM radio doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, you're absolutely right. Don't do it. It doesn't work. There is no radio station in the world, especially the only talk radio station in South Florida, that works. And there is no properties to buy. So if you want to buy a property, give me a holler. I say your property. You know, the negative always drives the price. It's what it comes down to. So the quicker you get in the game, the quicker you get ready to purchase, purchase correctly. Now, would you buy a house if you went out every weekend and you spent $500 a weekend? And then you have to stop doing that. Would you buy a house of you and give that up? Would you do it? I mean, if I went out and had fun on the weekends, but my price point for the house, it depends how badly you want the house. That's what you got to discover. Are you willing to, you know, make some sacrifices and change your lifestyle? That whole school thing and, and you find the right district for your kid. Meanwhile, your kid doesn't want to go to school. But other than that... I got to tell you, the Boca school districts have always been A-rated schools, but they've even change the schools they've built beautiful beautiful schools so that again is raising the their choice programs there are schools that accept yeah. that they have the choice programs so you might be able to buy a house if it's with mr kendall and maybe that school is not the best but you can apply to another school so there's always options there's always options and then if you yeah. are a business owner right you want to step into a business environment so my son lives in tampa so he wants to come and move here. I says, of course you do. Who doesn't? That I did this 17, 18 years ago. I did it by accident. This is better than New York. Because in New York, I had to shovel snow. I ain't doing that no more. <laughs> Done with that. But you want, as a business owner, you want to walk into an environment where you can do business. And your kids go to good schools. And I'm going to tell you, the beaches here are really nice. And then you can go north, you can go south. Beautiful. But there's no houses. So don't come. Everybody in New York calls me. They call me from New York. I'm heading that. No, there's no property. Come on, Freddie, find me something. Outside of here, New York City, Washington, D.C., Boston, Massachusetts, that we're on on Mondays. I got a phone call from there. I'm like, you're calling me why? These are the guys you want to call. Not me. I ain't going to go find nothing for you. The key is to deal with Lucky and Dustin and get pre-qualified because when you find that house, you want to be able to make that offer and know that you're qualified and you can take it. And you can't live in fear, man. You can't say, oh, do I make the move? If By the time you answer that question, you're that 90 years old, you're looking for property, you're looking for Wayne, because you're done looking for a house. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Lucky, how do people find you? Uh, they can call me at 561-454-8444, or in Fuego. <laughs> I'm here to help. And we have tomorrow's invitation. Give us the invitation tomorrow, Lucky. Where is it? Yeah, so tomorrow we're going to be at the Meridian in Lantana. Uh, so if you want more information about that event, uh, May, we're going to have an event at Royal Palm Beach. Uh, again, you can call me at 561-454-8444. Can you uh, say that owners, in Business you know, it's my it's Can my you say passion. that a little faster, Lucky? <laughs> it's what? the Latino way. Sorry. Yeah, no more Latino way. Can. What's Five, the number? 561 yeah. 454 That hurts. <laughs> it hurt me. <laughs> it killed me. We're going to be there tomorrow bright and early for networking, and it's part of the Hispanic community, but anybody is welcome into the community. Now, yes. who's going to be there, Lucky? What kind of networking can we expect? 
Well, the, the Meridian Mesa is a senior community. Uh, so what we're trying is if we do an event in your home, so we're gonna try to bring guests that will benefit from meeting you. So with that said, uh, healthcare professionals are gonna be, uh, some doctors are gonna be realtors, all their mortgage lenders are gonna be there. Uh, because a lot of times, you know, if someone is looking for that community to move in there, they're selling the home. Um, so it's a mix. Real estate professionals, healthcare professionals, and people also, some people are RSVP that they just want to meet the facility because their family is thinking on making that move uh, to put in their uh, parents um, in a senior community. They have an independent, um, they have the independent to memory care, so they have uh, continual care. Sure, so then you're looking at selling your parents' property, right, yeah. which is a great for you guys. Sell the property, put your parents where they need to be, but then family gets the money to help maybe offset the cost of replacement. Yes. I, I find the venue fascinating because, you know, you used to do venues that typically make sense. So if you're going to do something for business, you hold it in a business environment. If you're going to do something for widows, you hold it at a funeral home. If you're going to, and that isn't the way it is anymore. The things have changed. Business people are looking to do business things. You know, the kids that we have in here from Lynn University are animators. And they take you and they put you as a cartoon character showing the public how the community needs you. And I think it's a home run. They're working on this thing. We're going to come out full blast to show you because your eye looks at certain things. And you remember it, like the Carvel ice cream in the day. You still remember that stuff. Sure. So I'm really fascinated. I'm really curious to see how this turnout is going to be because she's changing it up. First of all, she used a Latin deal, you know, cafe, the whole, what is it? Cafe. Cafe con familia. Con familia, which is coffee a la family, which is really Italian. But anyway, and then we're going, <laughs> we're going to this senior environment. There's going to be business people there. I already know two or three brokers that I want to talk to that are there because they have all these different programs that they're pushing out there. And yeah. I want to see how putting all of this juice together, what comes out. I'm really curious. I so, think. so go there tomorrow. Um, that's an amazing comment. And the idea is that, as you know, Palm Beach County, the Latino community is growing more and more. 2024, a lot of things are you know, opening for uh, the Latino community. So it's a time that somebody just, maybe if half of my guests are Spanish or they know about the services, the businesses that are in our area. So that's why we're knocking the door to the neighbors in the Lantana area. So they know like who is there. And then also, you know, I love the business owners and I have the programs for the, the business owners are my clients. So like I have mentioned in Fuego before, a lot of business owners become my, my customers in the mortgage business because I have programs for them. So it's like, okay, what can I do for them? Let's connect, let's meet, and let's see who needs help. It may will be Royal Palm Beach because it's a community that is looking to get connected with their uh, Royal Palm Wellington, uh, West, West West Palm, how I call it. Um, in that area, you know, for them to know who, what business owners are in their area and how they can help each other. It's a good idea. It's a great way to connect business owners to business owner. That's right. right. You want to well, put thank it? you all for joining us. It has been a pleasure. A thank lot of you. great information. Maybe you'll be there tomorrow. I'm going to make every effort to be there tomorrow. Yeah. And it yes. might be fun. Come. Yeah. It might be fun. It might be a, a change in venue. I'm sort of intrigued how it's going to work. 
Um, and I'm going to speak my broken Spanish. Spanish. Good, I don't have any Spanish, so. Yes, don't believe that. Don't ever talk bad about Dawn in Spanish ever. because she will put a nail in that coffin you and you're done. Because you taught me the bad words. Yeah, right. I said, I was talking about her to somebody else and she says, so you, and she repeated what I said. I says, you tell me you didn't speak Spanish. I don't. I, I may want to do a fuego set. When? I don't know yet. It just occurred to me. I think that my my oh you my, want to host a I may want to do a set okay no I can't speak Spanish that long okay I run out of words okay but I would like to show the energy on this thing because I was told that it's a you have to be proper Latinos say you have to be proper that's not true no you just got to be you right be right? yourself and I bet you that if I was giving away a million dollar certificate of something I bet you I get a lot of friends and no matter how I say it in what language I say it I'm going to have friends right Absolutely So I'm kind of intrigued I'm 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 going to play with this tomorrow I think I have a couple of ideas Okay Watch out fuego here we come All right we're Dale. Have a commercial break thank you all for joining us and we'll be right back Creative enchanting whimsical Artist Gina Bella is always creating artwork based on real stories and emotions, expressed through Italian papers, paints, flowers, metals, and clay. Her feelings and stories come to life. Complete with glittery diamond dust over paintings and pottery, Gina Bella is always creating new pieces and commissions. You can find her work in staging homes, family Christian bookstores, New Jersey boutiques, and the Brooklyn Cafe Gallery, where she offers personal guided tours of her latest art pieces. Gina can also be found hosting weekend art camps, where she teaches adults and children pottery, painting, and jewelry. For more information on Gina Bella and her art, contact livinglifeartfully at gmail.com or give a call to 954-857-5444. We hope you're enjoying this episode of the Brooklyn Cafe TV show. Whether you enjoy watching in the mornings or afternoons, you can now watch with your favorite merchandise. Choose from the Brooklyn Cafe t-shirts, ranging from sizes small to 3XL. Colors available include black, dark heather, and navy. Feeling chilly? Just check out our latest hoodie with over nine colors to choose from. Sip on some Brooklyn Cafe coffee with Dawn and Freddie in a matching mug as seen on set. Brooklyn hats and special seasonal items are always popping up and available upon request. To purchase, you can visit our online store at brooklyncafe.tv forward slash shop. Happy shopping! Oh, what a beautiful morning. I am so glad today we got an early start. Where are we headed anyway? Who knows? Wherever this glorious day takes us, and we'll take Don Pablo along too. Rich and flavorful with low acidity and notes of caramel. No matter where you're going or where you end up, Don Pablo never disappoints. Is that Don Pablo coffee? Sure is. Do you have any more? Sure do. Baby, hop in. No matter where life takes you, Don Pablo coffee is always there to pick you up.
Healthy News is a fun, family-friendly, weekly publication provided free to restaurants, coffee shops, and waiting areas for customers to enjoy. Grow your business today through the power of effective, affordable advertising. Coffee News is an active marketing medium specializing in the ongoing weekly promotion of your business. This builds awareness for your company so you become known as the leader of your industry and develop brand awareness so people think of you first when they want your services or products. Maximize your visibility and achieve outstanding results. For more information on Coffee News, contact sunrisecoffeenews at mail.com or give them a call at 954-951-7870. The Spa Facial by Maria has amazing facials, body treatments, and sugar body waxing for any special occasion. All our spa treatments have organic and natural ingredients concentrated just for your skin. We guarantee all natural products help you with that extra feeling of zen. The Spa Facial offers organic facials, foot detox, aromatherapy, manscaping, and face and body waxing. Call the Spa Facial for your spa appointment with Maria at 954-213-5034 or visit her website at thespafacial.info. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to the Lord and Freddie. It's Taco Tuesday. He's ready to have some tacos. He's not going to eat no tacos. He's falling asleep all over the place. He's doing his fall asleep Tuesday? Yeah. we got a long night ahead of us coming up. You've got uh, Marsha, Caregiver Solutions, tonight at 6. 7 o'clock tonight, we have Pure Plastic Surgery with Dr. Alexander Earle, which is a spectacular show. Plastic surgery, all the nips and tucks and everything located down in Kendall. Actually, lucky, I think we're going to bring him on Fuego one day virtually. He's I would love to. He, he's amazing. His parents he's, live in Palmas de Mal, right in Humaca, where I come from. Oh, nice. So he's nice. He's a good guy. He's a great guy, and uh, tonight's show is going to be about... I think we did the tummy tuck, we did mommy makeover, and we did the Brazilian butt lift. So tune in tonight to see what that show is at 7 o'clock. And at 7.30, we've got Jordana Foster, Ready, Set, Go Beyond. She's talking with Building Financial Solutions. So again, more investments. Seems to be Money Tuesday instead of it's all about investing the right way, right? It's good stuff. Just keep listening and learning, and you should bring a pencil with you when we do these shows, because like I tell you, there's the right way and then there's the other way. So you still think cash is king or you think we invest? I, I think the cash is king if you got cash, but if you don't have cash, there are other ways of making deals happen. A um, lot of different ways. Creative financing. Creative financing. Just gotta find the creative. Creative everything. We, I think we've done a lot of that with our Lynn University students. So if you are looking for a summer internship or fall, we definitely have interns that help run our productions and all the productions that we do here and at WWNN. So let us know how we can help you. And if you're a business looking to amplify your impact from Comcast commercials to live streaming to shows to hosting or even a segment here on the cafe, I spoke with someone today. They might have a movie they want us to cover, a movie release in Orlando next month. So they'll be sending me that information. 
and I got someone that's doing a movie down in Miami that wants to use Message Orange by Marvel. Ah, very nice. So we're negotiating on that right now. So networking and layering and how we do it, we do not know, is by the grace of God and all of you supporting what we do for, my goodness, the past seven years. It's been a lot of fun. All right, we're going to wrap this up on a Tuesday. Talk to me Tuesday. Have a great afternoon, everyone. Stay safe. There is always hope. And we will see you tomorrow, 11 a.m. brunch time. That's right. Don't miss it. We'll be on the radio tomorrow. So don't be late. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Broken Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the last from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring you more good cheer next time. You can follow The Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at The Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. We'll see you next time. In the cold and sleepless nights I wait for you to bring me back to life In my electric eyes it doesn't mean that time can pick in every single breath I want to unfreeze my heart and fly away That's why I want to save your wounds and Heart and we